drink and dance all night Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers And our pants are feeling tight Bottle service with BKP Bottle service with BKP Hi everyone! Welcome to week 24 of pregnancy. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast called Big Kid Problems. And I'm also currently 24 weeks pregnant. Welcome to the show, guys. Okay, week 24 is a huge milestone because we have officially hit the six-month mark of pregnancy. Six fucking months of this shit. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I am honestly like legit celebrating this one. I am so proud of myself for making it this far. Like six months, that's half a year, guys, that we've been going through this. And if no one has said it to you either, like I'm proud of you too. Like we have come a long way in six months. Think about where you started versus now. Think about all the changes you've been through, what your body has done in six months. Growing something the size of a grain of rice into the size of a cantaloupe this week. I mean, it's actually insane if you think about it. Like I know I have had many highs and lows, mostly a lot of lows in this pregnancy. It's been a lot harder than I ever expected. So I'm looking at the last six months as like a freaking mountain that we've climbed, like we've climbed that shit, guys. I'm so proud of us. And only what, four, three, four months to go? Oh my God, that's still so much time. But anyways, I think it is so important to celebrate these milestones in pregnancy, like anything to help get us through. And this is a big one. Like, I hope you guys treat yourself this week. Go get a massage, go out to dinner, wash your hair. I don't know. Go crazy. But we all deserve some TLC this week. And if you're one of my partners of someone who's pregnant out there listening to this show, like this would be a great time to do something nice for your pregnant partner. If you didn't hear last week's episode, go back and listen to that because I had a lot of brilliant ideas for you guys. Uh, But seriously, I am so proud of all of us and really whether you're the pregnant one or the partner of someone who's pregnant like this week is also a cause for celebration because week 24 is actually considered the week of viability meaning that your baby has a better chance of surviving outside of the womb like if you were going if you were to go into preterm labor right now or something like I actually know of two babies that were born at 24 weeks and not only did they survive but they are completely thriving now so don't get me wrong I mean you definitely want to keep them in there as long as possible to continue to develop but I don't know I've been low-key like waiting to hit 24 weeks like for that reason alone it just gives me a level of comfort to know that you know god forbid anything goes wrong like my little dude could still survive and uh and now I'm actually doing this thing where I'm just kind of trying to trick my brain into being grateful for every extra week of pregnancy from this point on like every week from here that he's still in my belly 
is a gift. Like, and he is only getting stronger and putting on more weight in there every week. And that survival rate is just going up, up, up. So I don't know if that helps anyone else, but it's definitely helping me kind of put into perspective some of the harder days that I've had through pregnancy and just trying to just reframe this whole thing into like every week is a a good week from here on out. You know what I mean? Because I've definitely had days where I am like, I just can't do this anymore. I can't do it anymore. (laughs) I had, I think, two of those days this week where I was just literally at my wits end. And um, actually, that kind of reminds me of um, this movie we were watching the other day. Like Brandon was watching some war movie and I, you know, sat and like watched a couple, like, you know, maybe 20 minutes of this movie. But one of the scenes that I caught was this soldier like they're in a tank and they just done some big battle or whatever that was horrible and one of the soldiers was just having like a full-on breakdown and he was like I can't do this anymore I just I'm done I can't do this I have to go home I need to go home just like freaking out panicking and the other soldier like smacked him and was like this is war there's no going home you either win or you die and I felt like this was such a good metaphor for pregnancy, like in a weird way. Like I like felt, I felt that. And, uh, it just kind of, I don't know. Like to me, it was like, I've had so many of those days where I'm like, I'm done. I just want to go home. I just want to go back to my regular body. But like, there is, there is, that's not an option, you know, like there's only one way through this. We got to, we got to stick it out. We got to win. We got to deliver this freaking kid. So I don't know that that's been my experience. I really related to that war movie <laughs> this week. Um, and it's funny because I know some of you listening, like you probably don't equate your pregnancies to a, a war, you know, like that's, that's my experience. And I've, I've been talking to a lot of you guys, you know, through DMS and, and whatnot. And, uh, like, some of you, this time of your pregnancy is the best, you know, like I was talking, and I was actually talking to some girl the other day who was telling me like, this is the happiest she's ever been in her life was like, you know, right now at week 24. And honestly, as much as it pains me because I'm like, I wish I felt that I, I actually kind of like hearing it, you know, like I kind of like knowing that other people are having good pregnancies because at least for me it kind of gives me hope like my whole goal is I'm trying to pop two of these suckers out like I definitely I got to get through this one and then ideally I would like to have one more baby so I when I hear good stories like that or when I hear from you guys that are having completely different experiences than I am and actually loving your pregnancy like it actually kind of gives me a little bit of hope that you know maybe this pregnancy is rough but maybe my next one will just be great and it'll be the happiest time of my life uh wouldn't that be a wouldn't that be a treat So anyway, I hope wherever you are in your pregnancy right now at week 24 that you're feeling pretty good and at least that you're proud of yourself for as far as you've come because we have come a long way, guys. Six months. It's no joke. It's a milestone. I'm proud of us. All right. So let's talk about some symptoms for week 24. And a lot of the symptoms I was reading this week are like very similar to the ones that we've been talking about for the last few weeks. All the usual suspects, you know, uh, one of the big ones, one of the big ones, and <laughs> it's funny that I just did that, is uh, more indigestion. I've I've been having a lot of that. There was actually uh, one night this week that I was sleeping next to Brandon and I literally like 
sat up like I was having like an exorcism like literally popped up out of bed he's looking at me like oh my god are you okay and I just let out the biggest burp (laughs) just let it out and immediately I was like oh I feel so much better and just like laid back down to go to sleep And he's like what the fuck um but indigestion's a big one swollen ankles and feet at this time so if you're looking a little puffy you know, they say to try and elevate your feet and actually that walking can help too. I was actually told this week that I need to walk more. So that's that's fun. Going to put that on the agenda this week. A little swelling too is uh, is to be expected. But if you get swelling in your face, in your hands, or like see some uneven swelling like in one leg but not the other it actually could be a sign of preeclampsia which is you know a condition that can affect you and your pregnancy so you want to tell your doctor right away if you see any of those signs but again swelling in your ankles and feet is super super common and is going to happen to a lot of us Leg cramps are another one that you may be experiencing. And this is another one that they say can be helped with walking. So like I said, going to start walking more, I guess. That's what I need to do. But also another thing that will help with leg cramps is uh, drinking more water. If you're getting those cramps, it could be a sign of dehydration. So that's just something to keep in mind. I actually heard a good tip this week through, I, I actually started physical therapy this week. I think I talked about it last week or the week before for my back, but I started it and uh, that's who told me I needed to start walking more. And um, also that I was dehydrated, which I didn't realize because I'm like, I drink so much water. And she was like, look, she's like, do your lips feel dry? And like my lips were like cracking, you know, like I just assumed my lips were cracking because it's winter time here. And, you know, my lips are always a little dry. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, they're definitely dry. She's like, that's a sign. Yeah. She's like, I'm looking at your muscles. Your muscles are definitely dehydrated. And you can eat. That's one way to tell and know if you need to drink more water is if your lips are really dried out. So I thought that would I would pass along that tip. I thought that was a pretty good one. But definitely make sure to get your water in, get your drinks in. Dehydration is going to only exacerbate some of those cramps that you might be feeling. This is another one I learned in physical therapy this week. So if you pee a little bit when you sneeze, or I think I mentioned, I talked about it a couple weeks ago, like I... I, I like would pee myself a little bit, you know, like after, after I would pee, I would think I was done. And then like, you know, sure enough, I'd have a little bit of like a little bit of dribbling. Sorry for the graphics guys, but I'm just trying to paint a picture here. But I just thought that was kind of like a funny haha thing that happens to everyone in pregnancy. Apparently it's not. So if you're experiencing that, it's actually a sign that um, you could be having like a weakening of your pelvic floor and you actually want to get on top of that. So um, I'm working in physical therapy. They're going to start giving me more exercises. But the biggest thing is like doing Kegels and like doing some um, strengthening some pel- your pelvic floor muscles. So there's a couple things you can do. I haven't really like started this part. I'm kind of focused on my back right now and trying not to be like a hunchback. But um, we're gonna get to that soon. But if for any if for any of you out there are experiencing this a little bit and you want to get ahead of it, you can even Google or like watch a YouTube video. Like type in like pelvic floor exercises. I haven't tried it yet. I hope it doesn't lead you to some like creepy porn site, but <laughs> I imagine there's got to be um, some videos out there, some ways that you, uh, some free resources to kind of help teach you how to do this. Um, 
even if you're not experiencing this, you still probably want to do some pelvic floor exercises because it'll actually help you with birth and make birth a little bit easier and, and actually possibly prevent tearing is what they say. So probably a good thing for all of us to look into and uh, definitely wanted to put that in our notes this week. This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN-founded women's vitamin. Parallel bundles together all the daily vitamins a woman needs into one simple packet based on where she is in her pregnancy. Parallel is the only brand that offers targeted prenatals for each individual trimester, which is key because mom and baby require different nutrients during each stage. Parallel has the cleanest formulation on the market and only uses high quality ingredients. Plus their formulation and dosing is meticulously informed by the latest research as well as their founding doctor's clinical insights. Parallel is on a mission to create a world with more healthy babies and supported moms. It has a one-by-one model where they donate a supply of their prenatal vitamins to underserved women across the United States. And in just under a year, they've helped over 5,000 moms. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out parallelhealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's parallelhealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off. Um, Another symptom for week 24. So we talked about, this is actually kind of crazy that this happened this week. We talked about Braxton Hicks a couple weeks ago and that's like, you know, these, these faux contractions that you're having, it's almost like practice contractions that you'll feel and it's getting you ready for birth. And they're supposed to, you know, I'm so glad that we talked about this a couple weeks ago because I thought I was experiencing them this week. It was actually really weird. I was driving with Brandon and I, we were driving in the car and I just turned to him. I'm like, something's not right. Something's not right. And like immediately, like, I went not it wasn't like cramping but it was a it was a very intense like pressure on my upper stomach which I thought like I everything I read about Braxton Hicks I thought would be lower in your belly like where your cervix is so I was really confused what was going on but similar to Braxton Hicks it it should only last about five minutes because for a minute there I was like I don't know if we need to go to the am I having a stroke like what is going on like my my hands went numb my face went white and I was just in like a lot of pain and it only lasted for five minutes so I just assumed that that was a Braxton Hicks contraction but uh actually you know spoke to my doctor just to be sure and she mentioned that it could that could have actually been a GI spasm so this is something i never heard of but especially if you've had like any constipation issues during your pregnancy this could happen to you where like your GI tract your your intestines are kind of being pushed up right now above your stomach and uh if things start getting blocked up there you can't experience this which is like a GI spasm which kind of feels like almost like a contraction or this weird pressure uh, up in your GI tract. So what I thought was a Braxton Hicks contraction most likely was this. So if that happens to any of you out there, at least maybe hearing it in advance, it won't give you a panic attack. Cause I really almost made Brandon drive us to the emergency room. I was like, something is not well, <laughs> you know, like this does not feel normal. Anyway, let's talk about what's happening with baby at week 24, shall we? So this week, baby is the size of a cantaloupe, which is crazy. Like 
thinking about carrying around a cantaloupe and your belly is just wild. But that's what it looks like. At least my that's what I look like right now. I look like I smuggled a cantaloupe like under my shirt. They are 11.8 inches long and 1.3 pounds. And your little babe is putting on more and more weight. Much of it is coming from accumulating baby fat along with growing muscles, organs, and bones. And like I said, every week that they stay in there, they are putting on more and more weight, which is great. We want that. So all good things. But um, we're going to start to see some accelerated weight gain in the next few weeks. So just prepare yourself mentally. Also with baby, so their auditory system is rapidly advancing, which means if they frequently hear like certain songs now, they'll actually likely recognize them and feel calmed by them when they're born. So a friend of mine actually gave me or got me these uh, headphones that you can use on your belly. And I've been waiting to use them because they said you can, you actually have to wait till week 24 to use them, which is kind of cool. And they recommend like playing Mozart or like some like very calming classical music to help with like brain development. But I was just kind of thinking it would be funny if you played like 90s hip hop. And then when they came out of the womb, like that's what sued them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you could throw on some like Snoop, some, I don't know, maybe like Jay-Z Black album, like, and <laughs> just see if like that calms the baby. Like, I just thought that would be an interesting experiment. And like, I might try it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. They're actually, speaking of their auditory system, though, uh, they can and will actually, for those same reasons, be able to recognize you, your voice and your partner's voice at birth, which is just really cool to think about. Also, so some visual things happening with baby. Your baby is still sporting like white eyelashes. So they're like the hair on their body is has no pig, pigment yet. So they're they have white eyelashes, eyebrows and hair and uh, they haven't acquired pigment yet, but their skin is actually starting to go from like translucent, you know, like see-through to a little more opaque now. And every week that goes by, it'll start to get a little bit more opaque and then, you know, eventually some pigment will start to happen in their hair as well. All right, let's talk about some tips and to-dos for week 24. All right, this is the time, guys, to start getting ready for glucose testing. So actually, some of you might have it this week. I have it next week for some reason. So I'll talk about it more next week once I go through it. I've heard some scary things about glucose testing. You're, you're basically, you're testing for gestational diabetes, which is something that you would never, like they say that women, there's no like signs and it's, you know, a lot of women, even if they have like no history of diabetes or anything wrong with them, you can be at risk for this condition, especially if you're a little bit older in your pregnancy. They say it's more common to get gestational diabetes. And it's just something you want to catch earlier. If you do have it, I had a friend who had it. You just kind of have to change your diet a little bit. Your, your doctor may prescribe you um, something to go on. But it's not something like I'm realizing that now it's not something to be like super, super scared of. Because I, like I said, I've had a friend who's had it and it, it's okay. It's okay. I think the test, the test itself is supposed to be a little bit um, uncomfortable, let's say. Like I've had, I've had just a couple people warn me to be like prepared for the glucose testing. So I'm a little nervous to be honest, you're supposed to like go in and 
drink some sugar drink and like wait an hour and then I think get blood work done. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know how I feel about blood work. But, you know, it's something we got to do. So just something to get prepared for mentally, emotionally, whatever you have to do. I'm dragging Brandon with me to the appointment next week. He's my emotional support. Um, So I'll let you guys know how that goes. But I don't know. I've heard some differing opinions. That's that's making me a little a little nervous. More tips and to do's. Um, I already mentioned that thing about drinking more water and noticing if your lips are chapped. We talked about that. Um, this is a good one. There's a really good uh, flavor of Tums out there like that I just discovered. So if you're like me, if you've got some like heartburn or indigestion um, popping up quite a bit, you may have been popping some Tums. Try the smoothie flavor, guys. Like smoothie flavors what's up like I usually don't enjoy popping tums but let me tell you since I got that new flavor it's like a it's like a little treat to be honest it's like my it's like my dessert at this point so um wanted to throw that under our tips this week oh this is actually a really good one so I got this one um from my therapist uh which I think I told you guys a couple weeks ago I was gonna start therapy for some mental stuff going on in this pregnancy. Like I said, we all need different levels of support. I need a lot. Um, but started therapy and half of these sessions I've been going to, I'm like, do I really need to do this? But I'm trying to stick with it. But pretty much every time I've gone, like she hits me with like a little, a little dose of wisdom. Like I always get like at least like one little gem out of these sessions. So I have actually, I'm, I'm sticking with it. But the gem that I got this week, and I thought this was really interesting, it kind of stuck with me. I've been thinking about it for a few days now, is, you know, at this time in pregnancy, you can start to get a little frustrated, I think, with your partner because you've been going through this for six months and have gone through all the body changes and have, you know, done all the things and they just can't, you know, there's there's a gap here where like they, they obviously do they obviously haven't, you know what I mean? And like, there's no way for them to really know what you're going through. So, um, you know, I think it's pretty common that people who are pregnant can get a little frustrated with their partner sometimes. And, uh, my therapist brought this up this week and I was pretty amazed by this, but she was just like, have you, she's like, have you put yourself in his shoes? And then like how his experiences through this, and I'm like, no, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like mine is a hundred times worse than his. Like I'm, I'm going through all of this. She's like, no, no, no. I totally hear you. But just think about it. Like he is also going through a huge life change. Like this is a big transition for him too. Even though like you might be going through a lot worse. Like you have to remember that this is also a huge change for them as well. So that's kind of been marinating over in my brain a little bit. Like I'm going to try and be a little bit more empathetic, which I know is, is, is hard. You know, it's, it's really fucking hard because we are the ones doing like a lot of the heavy lifting and going through the shit. And it's hard to like empathize with someone who's not, but you know, it's not their fault. It's not like they have a choice in the matter, but uh, I think it's important to know that they could be stressed out too. They could be scared too. They could be going through the feelings too with this whole thing, even though they're not like going through the physical stuff. So have some patience with your partner and, you know, ask them. Like she, she kind of challenged me this week to be like, ask your partner how he's feeling about things. 
So I don't know. I thought that was a good tip and something to keep in mind, especially because I, you know, gave our partners a lot of good tips last week on what they can do for us. It's it's good to know that we should we should do some things for them, too. All right. That is all for week 24. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to hit those five little stars on iTunes. Maybe share it, you know, on your social or send it to a friend, send it to anybody who you know who's pregnant because, We all know how fun it can be, and it does make it a little bit easier to go through it with other people, to hear other people's experiences. I don't know. Pass it along. Share the love. You can connect with me on social at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. I'd love to hear how you guys are doing. I've been chatting with you guys in DMs. It's always a good time. In the meantime, I will see you back here next week for week 25 updates. I'll let you know how that glucose test goes. I'll keep you prepared. But until then, thank you for bumping along with me.